Hey, what's up? I'm going to be coming to Newport News, Virginia. That's right. That's February 29th. It's less than a month away. It will sell out. Uh, the presale code is ONWARD, and those tickets are available right now at theovon.com slash tour. So go get those, and I'll see you over there in Virginia. Beautiful place, beautiful state. And today's guests are, um, well, they're two generations of white rappers, uh, musicians, entertainers, artists. Um, my dear friend Simon Rex is here with me today, a.k.a. Dirk Nasty. And uh, a young gentleman who some of you guys might get to know for the first time is Young Gravy. Today, sitting here with uh, one of my closest friends in Los Angeles, Simon Rex, aka Dirt Nasty. Happy to be. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, no, I'm, a cute, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> He's obviously been going through some stuff. Yeah, no, you make me laugh. Everything, dude. and uh, and he, and truly, though, one of my one of my dearest friends in in, uh, in Los Angeles, and um, and then a young rapper right here, uh, Young Gravy, is here today. Greetings, so, I am Young Gravy. Yeah, and how is it? Pre- previously known, yeah, previously known as what? What were you? Some of y'all's. I'm a, first of all, white rat. You guys are white. I'm just gonna say, you guys are white rappers. You're, 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 you're I'm Chicano, wh- yeah. You're. Happy. Well, no, I'm. I'm Jew. I did my DNA test. I'm. Um, I'm Jewish, so I'm not technically white. Although I look white and I have white privilege, but I'm not technically white. And uh, I also you found out to be part Mexican or something. No, I'm part. I'm part Spanish. So if Gosh, you want to be Basque. racist, that's close enough. You're Basque to be specific. Basque to be. I was gonna get. You're right. I'm yeah. Basque, so, which is a region next to Spain. So oh, that's dope. like Andorra or a what? Never mind. Dude, I'm, we had a guy that used to ride around our neighborhood on this little span. Actually, like a little Spanish horse, and it was like a um. Like some people had real horses in our area, and people would ride them around sometimes. Which is Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. Not, and, not New Orleans or Baton Rouge. We're talking like we're talking rural. Yeah, okay. more rural. We're you know, like that gnarly shit. Yeah. People like burning stuff in the yard often. People like, are we talking incest or not? Because mm. I've I've been through a few parts of Georgia where I've. Well, we'll get to that later, but yeah, I know you have a line in one of your songs. It's like incest. Uh, Incest, I just kiss sister. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's stories behind all that shit. It's all. Yeah. Oh yeah, I never practice any incest. One of my my younger sister, pretty cute, but uh, <laughs> but she uh, everybody went their own separate ways. You know, that was the thing. So yeah, I, mean, I don't think anybody in our family hung out long enough. Yeah. To really practice anything wild, I guess you know. That's sad, but um, and you didn't have a sister, Simon. No, I'm only child, which is a core issue of a lot of my issues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, I got to know about white rapping. I want to know, because white rapping seems like there's a glass ceiling on mm. it. It seems like it's like... What does that mean again? Glass yeah, I don't ceiling? Know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I've either. heard that term a lot. It has to do with like women in like the workplace. What's, yeah, what's, it seems like you can only get so high in the genre. Does it seem like that in... Does it seem like that or no? And that, this is just my perceptions, and I have no idea. I think nowadays, white to be a black rapper is like, damn, that's a black rapper. It's rare now. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. No, 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 well, no, no, no. It, 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 there's so many racist. different, so many different, yeah, like, <laughs> there's so many different parts of uh, hip hop and so many different fan bases where it's like, 
I mean, any rapper, no matter what race they, they have, like there's 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 a there's black rappers that have all white fans. There's white rappers that have like a bunch of black <laughs> well, fans. It's like it's all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just the. Can fan we take these off different. yet? Can yeah. We, yeah. Can we all switch one one time and then and then can I have those? Yeah, I'll switch. Sure. The prescription. Okay. And then cool. I want to see you in, in my glasses. And, and then we'll go. Oh, yeah. oh, I feel good. Those are crisp. Those look good on you. Yeah, those are crisp. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those used... look good on you. Really? Yeah, those, yeah, are, those you, are you. You're, you're, you're gonna what? keep those. You're gonna okay. keep those. I, oh, thanks, man. I have a big nose, so I feel like every time I put on glasses, it's like, oh, this guy's trying to be in a disguise, and then it's no, like, I just. No. no, you look pretty, bro. Thanks, man. You look good, man. Glass ceiling. We got the definition right here: an unofficially acknowledged barrier to advancement in a profession, especially affecting women and members of minorities. Which in rap, or which in if people think of rap, regular people. I'm a regular person, so I think of rap as more as like almost like a black sport a lot of times. So, do, do does it seem like they're like as a white rapper, it's like tougher? It's, it doesn't even matter. And it might have been different whenever some you rap yeah, more. Yeah, no, it was different. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but 15 years ago when I came out with Mickey Avalon and we did, uh, you know, right when uh, MySpace came out, it was a novelty. It was like, oh, these white rappers, they're trying to be the Beastie Boys. It wasn't as common. 15 years later, I think it's a lot more common. But mm -hmm. like we met uh, recently and he was like, man, you know, I grew up watching your shit. And then I, th I met little Dicky about a couple years ago and he oh, said yeah. the same thing. And I'm like, oh, I think it's kind of evolved to, I remember little Dicky saying without, my dick, there'd be no little dicky. You yeah, gave me the idea. So dick. I think it all kind of yeah, okay. evolved. Cool, man. He said that? Yeah, he told me that. It was wow. cool. At Sandler at Adam Sandler's Christmas party, he pulled me aside and was like, dude, that that you guys let me do me. So I think mm -hmm. it all lends to each other. So but did it seem like you couldn't, did it seem like you, did you feel like a rapper? Because you, I mean, Simon, you've had a bunch of different careers. Yeah. I mean, you've had like, you know, like you're always, yeah. you're kind of an entertainer. I mean, I'm just trying to think like, I guess I'm just trying to get a little bit more into it. Like, does it seem for, like there was like a ceiling? Does it? Did you feel like just me, a rapper? Did you feel like an uh, entertainer? I have kind of an interesting way to explain it. I, for me, when I first started rapping, I had a job in college. I didn't want to lose. It was like, I was like a, basically I worked at a startup accelerator, which is like they help like startup companies get off the ground. And I would do all the marketing for these like venture capitalist people. Um, I don't know how I got that job. I, it, was, it would have been dope after school if I didn't do the rap thing. But learning all this marketing shit whatever so i wanted to hide my i didn't want my boss to figure out that i rapped i didn't want like and it was kind of embarrassing i don't want to be that guy that's like yo listen to my rap so like oh yeah the first like three yeah. or four months that i was making music i didn't show anybody other than like my two roommates and then and then like i started going up but i kept my my face I, I didn't reveal my face for like a year and a half did you wear a mask or something or did you wear I, like i didn't put your hand i didn't, I didn't your perform because i came up on soundcloud so that's a slow grind no no no. oh yeah, I, yeah. SoundCloud, you don't need a face though yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was every every single thing i put out was just like pinup girls that was like all my artwork it was all this 50s 60s themed shit. and then um finally like i eventually re revealed my face and like I, I put out this music video for my biggest song now mr clean mm -hmm. and it, it had me in it and people had like 80 percent of the comments were like holy shit i thought he was black i didn't know he was white so it was like just because of my low voice oh. and all that it's almost like it's almost like people were like oh like it was it was some weird comments like oh now that i figured out that he's white like I'm out. I'm out. It's just like, it's just like, <laughs> why would you yeah, like, what, why? what? So there's some, there's some black people out there, man. But like, I feel like, I feel like as long as your music's unique, man, there's no, like, like no glass. I mean, look at, I mean, Post Malone's kind of more like pop, but like, he's a white dude and he's like, he's great with Yeah, like, Mac Miller, yeah. Post Malone. Me Mac Miller, I think is the best example. He's like an amazing rapper, respected by everybody. Yeah. And I, and you're in a lot of your videos too, you, you keep it pretty diverse. You keep it real. Uh, I mean, I, even age-wise in your videos, they always got like kind of like a little bit of a lady that, 
you know, is a little bit older. You know, I got the MILF thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't hear that in the lyrics? Oh, that's been my thing. Yeah. Oh, really? I love MILFs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen some really. I'm like, damn, bro. He's got a real diverse. Because you'll have like a 19 year old and then you'll have like a 49 year old. Do you know Brandy Love? Uh, You ever seen her on the internet? I don't think so. Is that a porn star? Sounds like a porn star. She's like one of the most famous porn stars on earth. Simon might know. He seems a little disappointed that we don't know. Yeah, I am. I am. Oh, here she is right here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, she looks like every other. Po- oh, she's a milf. She's oh, a milf. Yeah. Mom, I'd like to she's famous for it. Me and her are really tight. She was in a video mm. of mine. I'm, I'm sure I've seen it. Then, yeah. I mean, this is not one of my most popular videos, but she's she's in it. And she's she's great, and you know, we we hung out a couple times. Um, Damn, Brandy, huh? Yeah, I don't think you find her on YouTube. Probably a different site, but um, I was thinking the video. Some a couple oh, of the music the video, videos. Yeah, you can pull up pizzazz real quick if you want to watch it for a sec. Yeah, I'm a fan um, of Young Gravy's music here. I think he's awesome. He, yeah, uh, you were telling me it's so crazy because yesterday I was, uh, you guys ran into each other, right? And uh, did we yesterday? No, he, no, I invited him to watch the Super Bowl with and me. I, and if I, I seem a little down today, it's because my 49ers lost, but I'm getting oh, over yeah. it. And it's okay. And I, bet, I don't want to talk to you. You're a Saints fan. You guys had it worse than us. So and, and I, I bet, I bet, 20, in Minnesota, 2500 yeah. on the on the Chiefs. So, so he was, so ch- I, I was at their party. They're crying. all sad, yeah. and I'm like trying to hide my smile. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he was. Pay- no, he it made it worse when they lost, and then he like patted me on the shoulder, like made it worse. But yeah, he's no, waiting I, for his my bookie account to yeah. update. Man, it was made. You know. Anyway, so yeah, I invited him over to watch the end of the game at my boy's house, and then uh, he came back to the crib, and he's like, "Yo, you heard of Theo Vaughn?" I was like, "You mean one of my best friends?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm doing his podcast tomorrow," and I said, "I got." call them and that's awesome yeah, we are, yeah. yeah, yeah what a small world i was just so because yeah. we're thinking like it would be fun to have somebody else in with you so we're thinking maybe a comedian and then once he said me, that i was right. like oh this is perfect. yeah and once you said that i was thinking like trevor wallace or someone who's mad cool but like this is this is perfect this is perfect it's like my fucking uncle and yeah. do you know trevor wallace yeah trevor's really really funny man i i, I love I, I don't think trevor knows how big of a fan of him i am have you had we, him on we the should all we should all I hang out man there we Let's go. All Let's hang all out. Out. yeah yeah no i'd love to man i saw him at the comedy store the other night um yeah, he's uh, his shit on uh, Instagram making fun of Bang Energy and all of the stuff. And oh, he the does White fake Club? Bang Energy. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, I didn't funny. know what you were talking about. It's really oh, good. We got to see that. So he had a bunch of videos like uh, making fun of White Claw and like and shit, and then, and then he got sponsored by Truly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. And it was the same shit with me. I got sponsored by fucking uh, Natty Light. Oh, that's great. Of, oh, that's, that's dope. It's yeah. a yeah. beautiful yeah. drink too. Uh, that's oh, short for Natural Light, which is an American alcoholic beverage, which yeah. is the beer family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, but Simon, we never. So whenever you started, so you had SoundCloud. Uh-huh. What, yeah. what did you have? What, like, what did you guys? MySpace was it. Wow, that's all we had. That's what I started with. Like, as trying to get hoes. <laughs> yeah, MySpace. Yeah, yeah. yeah, back in yeah. seventh grade. But Most, for music, you had to either what if you wanted to get your music out there. Because, YouTube. Well, it was YouTube was kind of start, this was 05, So I remember MySpace. Do you remember there was the music player on your homepage where you can have like your top friends mine and was, you could mine have music. Was all Lil John. Okay. All Lil John. We put our snap own your mu- fingers. Right. So we yeah. put our own music up yeah. as a demo. Like here, check this out. And then MySpace Records and Interscope signed Mickey Avalon together and put out a collab album. And then we just that we took off from there. And it was just like. By dope. accident, I would hand out our seat. We, I would burn. This is how old it was. I would burn CDs. We'd make demos in my spare bedroom. Did you buy a burner? Yeah, I had I a burner. Used to buy one I had the I had five rotate. I had the five so you could burn yeah, five, five at once. Hitter, bro. Yeah, and I would burn five CDs of like five horrible rap songs <laughs> with me and Mickey Avalon and Andre Legacy, and I'd wrap them up in like the LA Express, which is a local pornographic newspaper, and I would just hand them out to like people in LA, like Leonardo DiCaprio at the club. I'd be like, "Here's me and my boys rapping." It was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then like a week later, they'd be like, "That's not you. That's sounds dope." and it circulated around Hollywood and eventually 
We got signed. Oh, wow, that's crazy. slick. Well, then that's crazy because I was listening to you advertise through pornography as well. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a great move. My my my, my label gave me about five thousand in advertising budget, and we said, you know what, let's do Pornhub. So I connected with like uh, this, you know, Pornhub Aria, or it's like the the girl who kind of like. I don't pay for any of the high end stuff. I see the a lot of the free stuff, and I'm actually need to get a blocker on my phone. She she just runs she runs all the so the the social media for Pornhub. Connected with her, and we got like um, we just put all the money into Pornhub. I was like, let's just fucking do it, and like ads for my new song were all over, and people were loving it, and like you know my fan base like, well now it's a lot more women, but like back then it was like a lot of dudes, so they're just freaking out the girls were going to watch porn i feel like because of it you know what i'm saying because i'm posting about it yeah it was, it was it was a mutually beneficial thing for me but it's a, yeah it's the same thing it sounded like the same you guys just did the same thing that's what's crazy you wrap right. it up in something sexy you gotta mm-hmm. trick them you gotta like disarm yeah. them with a hard penis well not a hard penis. <laughs> you want to get them <laughs> you know what i'm saying i yeah. don't get, i never sex have sells is my point. Ne- sex oh yeah sells. yeah yeah, yeah no, absolutely and and i've also had porn stars in almost all my music videos so it's like People will see that and recognize it. But, oh, shit, he's with Gina Valentina. He's with Brandy Love. He's with uh, Alina Koshka. Whatever I have it is, no yeah. idea any of those three names. I think I'm too uh-huh. old because I, I don't know those names. Because y'all don't jerk And he anymore. made me get the porn block on my phone, Crazy which eye. I still have, and I can't delete it off of there. What's, por- what's porn block? It <laughs> makes it so you can't access porn. Oh, so yeah. y'all, y'all He's 27. Yeah. He doesn't need to know yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the future, dude. I'm you. Uh, yeah, Simon is you like 12 years well, from now right. when you've you're, already. You're 27? I'm not. I'm 39. <laughs> oh. But Simon is you. You look 27. Simon you is, I was 27? Aren't you? 23. 23. I'm oh, sorry. You dude. look like a grown man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's yeah, the yeah. height. You're only yeah, 23. Yeah. He's a child. Bro, you could be a grandfather in Idaho. Fa- you could wait be a, minute, wait a grandfather, wait. bro. I could be your dad, dude. You're my uncle, Because I'm 45. Are you I'm your really? Uncle. I'm your uncle. But I'm just saying legally, I could be your dad. But it'd be way better bro, if you were So listen to this. My parents. You're fine, though. My parents. Had a 21 year gap, and they're really old for parents. My dad had been married before, so my mom is 62, and my dad would be 84. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away when I was 16. Oh man, so did my dad when I was 16. What, really? Did he have colon cancer? He uh, no, he fell on the ice. Oh uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was it was rough, man. But like it really it really did like affect my like career and like motivate me and i was like yo i need to become the man of the house my mom couldn't really handle it i was like become the man of the house and i was like yo i need to like i uh, it gave me so much motivation to like like you know like impress him and like support my mom and like i, I think that definitely helped me get to where i'm at now and, and uh, uh, d- yeah I, I mean first of all i can definitely like i didn't have that experience with my dad but i uh but yeah i could imagine if my family was kind of tight and that happened you know and especially mm-hmm. being tall, like when you're tall, you you guys can't hide from like any. It's like if you're tall, immediately I feel like, oh, you got to do something. Everybody always looks at tall people to do something. Yeah, like hey, yeah, do help, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, help out around the house. Yeah, help out, take on the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? If you had like a short brother, nobody's even like, hey, you know, earn. And I had I had only half siblings that were like 30 years older. Oh. So what I was doing was fucking. I mean, I was just like grinding hard as fucking school, trying to get into college, did all that by myself. My mom, mom couldn't really. She was just you know. Shared that period of time. And See, then, I never knew that about him. That makes me respect and like you more. And that's maybe the deep voice comes from having to be a man sooner because he has a very deep man you voice. Know, you never know, baby. Oh, yeah. I bet if you reach in his throat, you find a couple of fucking scrotum in there, bro. Whoa. <laughs> not, no, but your own, though. Not oh, another dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sounded not weird. Not another guys, bro. I'm talking, man. Yeah, your I'm, tonsils have hair on him, I bet. That's what I'm saying. If we're being PC, man. it could be anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, bro. There's a glass ceiling in there. It could be a beautiful chick with some solid nuts on it. Yeah. That's that next level. Man, I gotta, I gotta tell a story really, really quick. 
I'm not going to name who, who I was with, but I was in Germany on, on tour. And, you know, have you all ever been to Germany for, like, the, the, the prostitution area? I've been to Germany, but not for prostitution. Okay. I, I, I've been to Amsterdam and done, I've experienced some of what okay. they have to offer. Because I wanted to see what, like, I just wanted to go see what it's all about. And, like, me and uh, a good friend um, and another good friend were on tour there a while back. And we went into, like, a, um, they basically have this whole street where it's, like, all these hotels it's like four or five of them, but they're all, it's in uh, Hamburg. They're all just like every hotel room has its own prostitute. And you walk up and like literally it's like they'll like be like, oh yeah, like 30 euro, like sucking fuck. Like they're like barely even speaking English. Crazy. But we were just going there to check it out. We weren't even trying to like, I mean, someday I, I want to say that I, that I fucked a hooker, but uh, have, hasn't happened yet. But we're going up in there. We get to the top the floor. Steps, man. We, did, we didn't know what the top floor was, what that meant. And so we're walking down this hallway and there's like all the doors are closed. We're like, okay, what's going on? And like way, I'm no cap, way at the end of the hallway, there's this like, like probably like 50 to 60 year old lady. Like she looks really nice. She looks like a fucking mom, like a mm-hmm. nice mom. She's like smiling at us and we're like, hey. And we're just like waving, like walking towards her. And then she just gets up, whips up her skirt, mm-hmm. big ass dick. And she's just like swinging it back and forth and like wow. smiling and like laughing. And we're like. It was it was it was almost like a like a scary scene from a, it was like one well, pop out scene in a movie. We're like, like, oh oh man, like we just fucking turned around, man. It was like she got a lot of enjoyment out of it, at least at least somebody enjoyed it. Well, a it. dick is surprising if you look at it. It's dick. definitely was, a dick surprising when you when you was think it it's white a, woman. It was a it was a, it was a yeah probably like fifty five year old white woman who was but who was a man. Wow. Oh okay, so who, she, she had but tits, she, but she looked never just, removed the penis. Yeah, I think it's a dude, but he looked just like okay. a like a nice grandma, not like, a woman like, that attached. It looked like a woman who would be really good at making cookies. Or, wow, or something. Like, really nice, with like that rolling, and yeah, then she that pulled free up, rolling and rock. then he pulls up and whips his <laughs> cock out, and we're just like, man, this is. Welcome to Germany, bro. Yeah. Was it stock or was it aftermarket? That's what's yeah, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Okay, right. <laughs> stock. Yeah, I have no stock. idea, dude. That's you know what's crazy is I went to Germany one time with my ex girlfriend and it wasn't going really well and we were we like we just were camping and shit. It wasn't good. And, but anyway, outside of that, we were driving through a park on a bicycle one time, riding on them, and some man popped out from behind a tree. I guess you can be naked in a certain area of the park, <laughs> and just shook his. Like got his hips going and just shook his penis back and forth and was bouncing it off his legs like a soccer ball, like the top it, of it. And he just and just was, for fun. I, I mean, bro, it was the craziest. It was almost like he had taken. It, it seemed like it wasn't a penis at first. Like even you could see it from real far away. That's how big of a penis. It oh, was. he had a huge. Oh, it was very big. But when he got when we got closer, he was. Like literally, like you see, like one of those Spanish guys, like bouncing a ball oh, on their yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, he knew knees. how to do it. It was an art form. It was like it. a workout. He was like there. He wasn't even trying yeah. to scare you. He was just out there, like doing his morning, like. No, he was surprising. It was a workout. pop out and scare you type of thing. But then once, but, so he gets off on that. I bet that's there what must I'm be saying. A sexual. It seems like, uh, but it, it was it was like choreographed clearly, and he knew he, what he was doing. Yeah. yeah, he was waiting for bikers to come, mm-hmm. and then he popped out and did it. Mm-hmm. And my girl, I was seeing, actually did a loop back around and saw it again. Was dude. this before we met? Because I've never yeah, heard of this. There's a lot of things I find out through your podcast that I that I can't tell whether you told me or I heard it on the podcast. Because I'm a fan of Theo's as well as a friend, so I never know how to separate the two. Because I listen to you on the road of life. I'm always on the road, and you're you stay a part of my life. Thanks, we man. stay in touch on the phone and check in, but I listen to the pod, and I never know what's told and what. From you or the pod. Right, I wonder what, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you were telling me a story. What were you telling me a story about the other day, man? Um, so many. Dad. It was about your dad. Oh, that, I, that we did acid? That might have been it. 
Yeah, I did acid with my dad. I did LSD with my dad. I'm about to do DMT with my mom. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I think okay. doing psychedelics with your parents is the new shit because it's so, not like we're gonna party, dude. It's more like we'll oh, we should do a bonding chemical together. and have therapeutic healing. What's, what happened when you did it? Because <sighs> you, you and your dad haven't been super close, and your father's from New Orleans. Is my that right? dad's from New Orleans. Yeah, and I actually from? found that out while we were on acid. I thought he was from Atlanta. <laughs> Wait, your whole life? My whole life. I never knew he was from New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and He's, that's where my parents met is in New Orleans. Oh, right. Yeah, so that's why we have a kindred spirit. Yeah. So my dad asked me to send him some LSD in the mail because he recently had some health issues and I had some then. I hadn't done LSD in like 20 years and I just happened to have some. I was like, he asked me if I could get it. I'm like, yeah, dad, I actually do have some. And I sent it to him in the mail and I was on tour and I had a day off and I drove to visit him in Asheville. And he's like, do you want to do some of that acid that you sent me? And I was like, fuck no. And then I was like, Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. That's where he lives? That's where he lives now. He's a Southern man. Cute ass town. People love that place. Yeah. Mm So we did some together and walked around and spent the day together. And now, what type, me all these, what type of acid? What type of acid? Liquid so. LSD that was on a mint. So okay. it was we like split. legit LSD. Oh yeah, up dude. in Minnesota, we would get like the the bunk like five hour lasting ones that were like sus. Like back in high school, yeah. I was doing the ones where you taste it and you still do it. No, no, it was. This is very very clean. Good. You could uh, you could eat on it. You could sleep on it. It was very good quality. And did y'all put your? It was a did y'all it was on a mint. We split it was on a, a mint. mint. Split a mint. So we did like half a hit each, right? And that's a, dude. That'll that's put you there. But it's not like you're seeing the walls melt and you're tripping out. It's more just like it's hard to explain, man. It's just if you've done it, no, if you're, it's if not people at all. listening, if you've done it, you know. Anyway, so we just mm-hmm. you start telling me all this crazy shit that I never knew about our side of the family and about my uncle that committed suicide and about all the we have depression in our all these things started to make sense that I never knew. But while on LSD, it was really extra crazy, you know. Yeah. And uh, he was started telling. Was tell- that, that a good feeling then? Or? It was. It was. Yeah, a, it was just question. very intense. It, it wasn't good or bad. It was just like what? It was like you, you know when you get your mind blown. But then imagine being on LSD while you're getting your mind blown. You're like, wait a minute. Like I didn't even need to be on acid to hear all this shit. It was weird enough. And then he told me that his dad, my grandfather, was like a spiritual. Uh, like leader who opened up like a, a cult basically and had all these women that he was sleeping with that he took advantage of his power and was kind of like this like like you see those cult documentaries about a guy who oh, yeah. pretended to be a god like yeah. he said my grand and I was just like wait I can't like take this Pierce. my grandfather that I never met he renamed himself Rama which is like a religious name but he was like a southern dude with an accent but renamed himself Rama and fucked <laughs> a bunch of women some heavy shit damn yeah dude you couldn't crazy. do that nowadays. Did he write a manifesto? Well, you could do that. Because it you does sound, do. and it sounds, well, people do that all the time You now. could do it nowadays, but you, you would be on blast a little more. This yeah. was in the 60s or something oh, when he was yeah. older in life, or maybe even the 50s, so he got away with it, because you could get away with everything up until 1989, yeah. or whatever year the cell phone Ooh. technology started coming, or internet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, back in the day. Was it crazy? Like, were you scared? Like, did it, man, I'm wondering what it would be like if I was with mama, because, uh, did your, what are you going to say? What I was going to say, if y'all got a DMT or acid, good acid plug out here. I need to bring something back to my mom because like we, nowadays like like she's retired, it's so chill man, I'll go back and I'll have all the friends over, we'll all party, she'll come smoke with us, we'll, whatever, before the bars and after, she'll come hit shots. My mom is so fucking you FaceTime, she's cool. She, she's I met his mom on FaceTime, she's a sweetheart. The biggest sweetheart and she really wants to do DMT and all this stuff. I can stuff, get it, we'll talk after the show. Okay, yes. perfect. Yeah, you had something in your freeze you showed me one time that oh, was yeah, am- amazing si- LSD it looked like. It oh, was that was ice. the one, that was the one I sent my dad. Oh, wow. Yeah, that one bottle. Yeah, I kind of just gave most of it away because it's not something, you, yeah, exactly. It's not something you do all the time. I mean, maybe yeah, one, a couple no. times a year, maybe mm-hmm. three times. Absolutely. So I gave almost all of it away to a lot of people because. 
Was it strange looking at him like on your like? Yeah, I was, yeah. My, my mom would. I, I, I feel like when I look at LSD at first, at one point I look real like young and vibrant, and then later as it goes on, I start to squirrel out. You my know, dad looked like, like that. always like that's weird, he, like ups and downs uh, and shit. My yeah. dad started looking really weird to me because you know oh, they, they say don't look in the mirror, and then I was looking at my dad. I'm like, whoa! I came out of his yeah, balls. I'm half him. That's me. Like I started tripping on just like the the biology of 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 you know handed down. Cool though, isn't it? That shit it was, was cool, but yeah. it, no, it wasn't bad. It was just weird. He was weird. Oh yeah, I'd be, I would be weird. But it was good in the end. In the end, it was, it was a, a good thing. It, it was a good thing in the end. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We, did you guys have like any? Like, was there any? Like, did you guys connect on any new level? You thought? Yeah, I think we did. Which was very helpful. Which sounds crazy, but since he was open, like it was his suggestion. I didn't suggest it. It was his idea. And at first, I was reluctant. I'm like, wait, that's actually a good idea because he was never. I was never close to my dad, so yeah. it was a good thing. And he's getting older, and I think, you know, he wants to, you know, connect with his son. So we did it as a sort of a like therapeutic you know it was crazy yeah because it's interesting because yeah it's like a lot of times you do i feel like well it takes me back to thinking like in tribes and stuff people used to probably do that kind of stuff more often like have those sweat lodges and stuff with your family and eat peyote or do something wild or do something you know you know things were a lot more you saw people in their in their reality or they were probably trying to get fucked up together like as families probably people i don't know stuff adding to what you're saying i don't think it's getting fucked up i think there was rites of passage yeah, right? no, through every single culture up yeah. until us western like, white always, yeah. every culture throughout history almost has had some rite of passage mm -hmm. and we don't we go to the military or maybe if you're jewish you have a bar mitzvah or you do you might go to college but you become a man somehow but really not through any type of spiritual like lose drug your, induced your thing that's the new that's the new Which, what is? you lose your virginity that's oh, new oh that's the way to become that a might, man might be it i guess i don't know when did you, i lost my virginity at 15 but it was hor it wasn't good and then i remember losing my virginity thinking oh i'm gonna get laid all the time and then i didn't get laid for two more years oh, yeah cynthia danley i hope i could say that on the air that's legally because she probably has cynthia that's fucked up that's beautiful actually yeah it's a bonnie i cynthia. could be your dad because you're my uncle your uncle <laughs> yeah. i lost mine yeah, once again you're his uncle dude <laughs> i lost mine Quit denying this is I'm an intervention right. i'll be uncle uncle dirt yeah i, I lost mine at 14. oh really? shit! If these kids are advanced though are kid are people oh, I, I feel like kids now are probably going lower too because i see like i get dms from kids that are like 14 talking about like weed and like all this shit that like i guess well i guess i smoked i smoked weed but still, but still it's like a lot of kids you know i smoked weed back then too but like i don't know yeah when did you, like wait, sex really? was a little bit of a yeah i think sex was more like 17. There was like one couple we heard had sex when they were like in eighth grade and everybody, people were drawing pictures of them for like months and like all excited. People would like run up and touch the guy on his back and everything. Wait, and touch the off. guy? What do you mean? What guy? The, the guy that had sex. Oh, there was Nathan was his name. They were so like, yeah. like fucking, it was so cool that they always wanted to touch him. Yeah. Wow. What's this boy legend? Nathan and people would, and it's, he, I remember this kid. He always said his name was spelled the same backwards and forwards and it wasn't, dude. And he thought it was. <laughs> Nathan, was, Nathan. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's I'm an like, anamonopoeia. Because no, I would write, bro, a thousand times uh, I wrote it at oh, school. A conundrum. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. And every time I wrote it, one of those, no. one it of those. didn't add up. Um, palindrome. A palindrome. Thank yeah. you. Thank the you, voice man. of reason. It's like God coming. Yeah. Yeah. What's Thank that you. Terminator that keeps popping up on the other side of the wall? You hear that's that? elevator, man. Oh, it's an elevator. Yeah, that's, that's how we a, got this that's space. An elevator's a device that takes you from floor to all right, I think I think another story we got. He's only twenty three. Another story we got to tell is uh, when I did some drugs with my uncle. Oh shit! With me? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Where'd you guys get out at? So you know he's been my fucking idol at 
for a long oh, time. Oh, you really mean me. I thought you meant your real uncle. No. Oh, I am real uncle. Dude, oh, I, yeah. I have really yeah, any liaison. Yeah. All, all, all my grandparents died before, other than oh, one, shit. died before I was born. Damn. Okay. Uncles all live in Switzerland and they're all dead now. I have yeah. like one uncle in America. Like my family's old and like Swiss. Okay. So, oh, so. You look Swiss. He's You do, bro. You look like you'd be Santa Claus's grandson. <laughs> you could be a Game of Thrones like king. I'm Swiss. Prince. I'm, I'm from like Prince. The, the, the Italian part of Switzerland. So I'm Italian, Swiss, and a little bit French. You look like an entitled millionaire prince from the border of Switzerland and like and Germany. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, close. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll you got that. no, you got a regal Michigan, DNA face. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you know dude. where I'm from? Oh, you're Did from we, Minnesota. Yeah, okay. We talked about that already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we didn't talk about it. I like Minnesota, though. I've had some good times out there, but I want to hear about this. Nick Uh Yeah, I want to hear about this time you guys Oh, had. yeah. So, so um, let me think. We were we had this whole tour. I had had some bad experiences in the past performing in the Bay because my first show there ever, I got roofied mm. by somebody that was in the green room. And it was like these weird kids from like, pretty sure it was these weird kids from from college. There was these kids that paid us 500 bucks per night to do a five-minute set opening for our shows we're like word that's 1500 bucks you go up on stage for a minute but then the last show we did with them they like i don't even know all like i it took like four drinks and then all of a sudden like i mean i don't remember it even this is what my friends were telling me all of a sudden like like i guess i'm completely off the shits i go up on stage i start my song and i'm storing the words and i'm like oh. blah, blah, blah. and then i walk off after one song and i'm like yo i gotta pee and then like the whole crowd is like what and then like i i guess i've Passed out in the bathroom, locked the door, all this shit. Because someone had put some shit in my drink. It was it was roofie. It was either roofies or just a shitload of Xanax. But I'm pretty sure it was roofies. Because yeah. I got weird ass weird ass withdrawals and shit. So like that was my first experience in San Francisco. And like I don't know, it's whatever. But um, damn. Can yeah. I can I make That's a quick what? interjection? I'm sorry. I got to work on interrupting. That's something Theo taught me. Uh, but I want to interject. Roofies is a loose term that I think is being used incorrectly. You weren't roofied because those are rohypnols, which they don't even make anymore. So when people say I got roofied, that pe people use it loosely. Like, they put something in my drink. But technically, a roofie is a rohypnol, which you cannot get. So I bet you, you it cannot, was Xanax. You they, cannot get They don't make them anymore, dude. But Trust I also me. have, I've been prescribed Xanax. And like, like, Xanax, like, but not rohypnol. Rohypnol were banned years ago. But I know, ago. but like, don't my body them. handles Xanax really well. And like, but not three ladders. So I guess I bet you, I'm just saying, interject. I'm sorry. I think it was Xanax. Continue this horrible story about on some drugs, man. I've we done all, yeah. Oh, oh we've all done a bunch of drugs. Yeah, but like, yeah. but like, you, I've been really clean the, lately. The thing though. is, I was drinking Red Bull. Xanax tastes like ass. I didn't taste anything. Oh, I wonder what it was because they don't make Rohypnol anymore. But anyway, I just want to clear that up for listeners because gotcha. everyone's always like, I got roofied. I'm like, no, you didn't. They don't even exist. That's like saying, I got quaaludes. They don't make those either. Right. So I, I, loose, I just know yeah. about this stuff. So. so it could have been like a GHB or something. I it could have been GHB. Like. It could have been GHB. Did That's you feel like somebody was going to yeah. rape you or anything? That's a very one to put in your No, they, I, think, I think these opener dudes that were paying almost money wanted to like somehow look better right oh. it was some weird these dudes are weird one of one of the one of them literally uh faked cancer and made a gofundme oh my god some whack shit yeah these like club promoter type people oh are, yeah that's yeah. horrible it opening acts are always catchy people yeah that's crazy I'm, yeah um, i don't mean to interrupt i just want to clear the air on that no look it's yeah. interesting because i didn't know that roofie so the term right. roofie come from rohypnol, rohypnol which mm -hmm. has been banned because it was the date rape drug for so long oh, they wow. they stopped making those you can't even get fake rohypnols anywhere they don't stop, people, a lot of people stop dating when they stop yeah, making yeah, them too you know what i mean Wow. Yeah. So, so I didn't mean so, to cut you. <laughs> no, I have to cut. <laughs> what you said. Um, yeah, I had a show in Santa Cruz coming up, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like the last Santa Cruz show I had, the green room was shitty. Whatever, it'll be fun. But I, but then I was like, that, "That's your that's your territory." Yeah, ground, praying yeah. grounds. Yeah. So I was like, "Bro, like let me have fucking Simon come open for me, and like we'll do a show together." 
and then oh, that's dope. yeah yeah so we went out there it was fucking dope and then like was that the first time we met no no, no we i think we had met once right. briefly and had like yeah, lunch we met in with, la and venice movie, we went and had a i took him yeah. to air one right and but then he then, said, come open up for me, which I did, mm-hmm. which was a disaster in itself because well, I opened up for you and I gave him all the hits, 1980, My Dick, all the good songs, and the whole crowd just stared at me like, get this old dude out of here. And I remember <laughs> thinking, no, oh my, it was bad. You had to come out and save me. You came out on stage and did My Dick with me and we're like, don't you guys know who this is? That's Dirt Nasty. And I was just like, this sucks. And, and 957 people are just staring at me like, get this dude out of here. And I remember just thinking, oh my God, this is so crazy. I'm the old dude in front of a bunch of 17 year old kids that don't know who dirt nasty is it was a good humbling experience yeah and then i proceeded to get butt fuck drunk wasted oh i would we were doing this before the show Oh, we were drinking this is the thing is we're so excited to be together that and i had all the dmt so literally before before either of us go on we both took and ate the shrooms no, nice. we didn't. We, I did. I didn't. You definitely. <laughs> so you took a quarter. I thought you took a eighth of shrooms. <laughs> I'm pretty. I hope you, you did, man. I, did, I would not well, have even you? been able to stand. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I did my I give whole you so set. Much I did my whole set tripping. I did my hour set <laughs> tripping. But I swear wow. I got them from you. No. Oh, I might have got them for you, but I didn't do them. I did not. I you never would eat mushrooms. You had all the goods, and then some. Some. We were drinking tequila at that little bar, and you bought the tab. Yeah, yeah. And then some Wookie dude had K. Wookie dude. We were doing K. Yes, yes. We were doing K. Dude. So we were on K, alcohol, weed, fucking shrooms, and DMT. <laughs> wait, wait, you did DMT? I was doing DMT back there. Of course he like, was, dude. He's going God, to the gym he's later. 23. <laughs> yeah, I no, I, I love DMT. It's my, uh, that's like yeah, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I don't know. It's I've really only cool. done that like a few times, but I've I didn't do DMT so or mushrooms times, that night, but I did get harmless. drunk and get put in the hole. I okay. did do that. Okay. I did For me, that. I did all of them. Wow. And, and, then, and then you do your set. I come out early, and then you go and pass out in the green room. And then I'm on stage, and, and the shrooms are starting to hit me, and I'm like up there, man. That shit was a weird show because like, apparently like everyone on my team and like the people that worked there were like, yo, what's going on? Like, what's wrong with this dude? Like, why is he acting weird? But like the crowd, the crowd didn't know because like they, they had loved my show, they loved it still. But I was just like, they thought I was joking. I'd be like, yo, like, are we inside right now? But like, I, I keep seeing like stars. Like, <laughs> like, is that a bird? Like, I was like saying shit like that. And like, everyone just kind of thought it was funny. Like, like the crew, but they're like, bro, yeah. he's off some shit right now. You know, Santa Cruz understands. Yeah. But the, but no, yeah, yeah but tells. the kids, the kids were younger and they loved the show still. But I was they just loved like, it. I remember being on stage and I was just like, every once in a while, I'd be like, God fucking damn, dude. I'm really on stage, tripping on shrooms, seeing things. All these people are looking at me, man. It was a weird feeling, man. I, yeah. I, I won't. Man, I wish I was you were gonna forget your your any of the words or anything like that. Uh, I don't think I forgot words, but apparently I took like an insane amount of water breaks. I don't know why. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know which one of those drugs would do that. It was just like they were like, yeah, one every them, every song you was like water break, and I would like walk over and like. You did great. Drink. I remember you, you killed it. He did Weren't this thing to the crowd. Out? Oh, and this is where we're gonna tie it into Big Donks, the dude who you Big Donks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Big Dave. Big Dave. Young King, young they did a moment yeah. of silence for Big Dave, and I was like, what's he doing? And he had the whole crowd go shh, and if anyone talks, they get kicked out. And it was a moment of silence for. The the dude that you told me you call me up like you seen this dude young king big Dave. doinks because because I, that's I his love boy. big doinks I, I, out I, here in uh yeah and in, in fucking uh big doinks out here in we're gonna get it that's new jersey it's in new jersey but yeah but city we're is. smoking big doinks rest out. in peace yeah yeah rest in peace so, that was so funny you so told me about I, him I, I had a studio session when i was like about to sign it to a label they were giving me all these studio sessions in new york and i brought out young king dave and smoke perp and my dog trippy 
and we went to the uh, to the studio. He he came through with twenty doinks. He he's not capping about the the doinkery. He's got a lot. So <laughs> yeah. so we smoked twenty doinks in like two hours, and oh, and we're we're just going off. And then I'm like, yo, dude, I got this record. It's like one of my favorite tracks off of my new my project. I was dropping with my boy Baby No Money, who's known with the Whip of Tesla song. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's really dope. It's like my best friend. So and we that Chili's song. What is that? Welcome to Chili's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that yeah. one. It's good. That and video the, is good. You like the video too? Thank you. Yeah, we got a new video, guys. We'll we'll talk about that later. But but um, I just had Dave going. I was like, bro, I'm gonna loop this beat. Just freestyle, like like just go off, bro. And he was like feeling himself. It was so dope. He went off. He spat a bunch of fucking bars. Some good, some bad. But whatever. I, I I like blended it together. Made this verse at the end of the song, and I fucking love it. Like it's an epic little outro to our project. And then it became a huge song, like on for us and all my fans loved it so every every show we would have a moment of silence for young king day before that song would play uh, and they like people would like get completely silent and like if there was ever like anyone that would make a peep we'd kick them out because like let's pull yeah. that up now can you pull up young king dave on uh on ig i want to see a couple of uh there he is new jersey social media star i think he honestly it seemed like and i'm uh, guessing here but it seemed like the smoking is what killed him he was he really big. He was really big, dude. Really it, big. it was a heart failure thing. Uh, yeah, what is he saying here? This is like a sad one. Is that the song you, you did? From the start, why you leaving? Dave, you breaking my heart. Let's go to some older ones of him if you don't mind, Nick. You should play. You should play the song with me and him and Baby No Money. Yeah. Skip like skip like halfway through. It's called Gasoline. Gasoline, Young King Dave. I got to go pee anyway. Okay, cool. Sorry to interrupt, but I just want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by Skillshare. And it's about, I mean, look, there's there's a lot of times I want to do something. I want to whittle something, you know. I want to uh, do mind reading or something. And I can't because I don't know how. Well, Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. Take classes in social media marketing, photography, writing, illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching those new goals. Are you a freelancer? Try bookkeeping for freelancers. How to handle your finances. It's one of their most popular courses. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering this past weekend listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Theovon. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Theovon to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. And now back to the episode. That's cool. That's cool, man. That's off the dome piece. Yeah. Super down to earth, super nice. He seemed like the nicest dude, man, in all the videos and stuff and all of his stories. So like, cool, so nice. Give the best hugs, man. Great dude. Yeah, I don't remember how I got on to him. You called me freaking out about him one day. You're like, dude, have you seen this guy? Because you turned me on a smoking six, 23. That's oh, yeah. why. She's the best. We should get her on here one day. Yeah, there he is, dude. And that's his boy right there. What's his boy's name? That's Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's, uh... Oh, man. I used to be so in their in their world, bro. I, would, like, I was always listening to what they were doing and seeing how crazy it was. I, I know. I know all the... Like, his, 
personally, yeah, I link like the managers and shit. Yeah, man, fucking legend, man. R.I.P. Wow, man, sad. And How, it, did man. it happen so fast, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, someone had said something about it, and then like his manager called me and told me, man, she was pretty sad. Oh. And I had only met him twice. But. Young King Dave, let's see what he says right here. A tear is rolling down my face. Don't want to do these games, bro. That loud pack. That is spicy shit. Hey, but like, you know, there's a lot of people on Instagram who are like doing like some shit trying to be like really like ignorant and different like you know like like the people like the, the neck dudes and sh you know oh, yeah I'm daddy out. long neck where, yeah where, where, where they're like I, I don't know the people personally where they're like trying to like be extra weird and like in some way to like get class it's like he wasn't like he was just being himself man being right funny and like yeah daddy like, makes some wild videos but he's a unique character though i mean his neck is who, this could who be is, him right here if you paint yeah. it in black this could be him that's who, him who we're talking about daddy long neck damn long neck is that the, the little skinny david yeah okay okay yeah oh, i know people God, I don't know any of these people, but I'm just like when I see people like like I love Supreme Patty, but they're like doing all this shit like for the yeah some of that like, shit. It's, it's kind of like a character thing, but it's like he was like just as straight as personality. Yeah, yeah all yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was real. Uh, you can feel when someone putting too much hot sauce on it. You can feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. I think uh, yeah, a lot it. of stuff comes off. And uh, yeah, a lot of stuff comes. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, you can always feel what uh, what it seems pretty genuine. You can tell if something's real or not. You know, mm -hmm. but some people don't care. I think. No, it's okay. Some people, maybe their genuineometer is just kind of bent out, <clears throat> and they'll do whatever, you know? You met Supreme Patty? Uh, I never met him. He's he's actually really nice. He's is funny, he? funny as hell, too, yeah. Yeah, some of his stuff is pretty crazy. I met a guy yesterday who does some stuff with his grandmother, um, and they have, like, videos together. It's Supreme, wild. Supreme Granny? His grandma? Supreme Patty does too, it's too much drugs for me. Oh, he does a lot of drugs? Yeah, they're always like, uh, but him and Longneck got in a fight. A fist fight? You get him uh, in a headlock? <laughs> I don't think you could get him in a headlock. I don't think you I don't. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you would have to use, yeah. You would have Shout to out, use, Daddy Longman. You'd have to use a clamp, bro. You'd have yeah. to use a, a chip clamp, like one of those chip oh, clamps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep them fresh. Yeah, bro. We're talking about the white dude with the super long one or yeah. the black dude with the, the wide one? Oh, that's no, wide yeah. neck. Oh, that's wide neck Gerald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah wide neck Gerald, dude. He went to jail. <laughs> Did he? Oh, yeah, yeah he's from Georgia. He, yeah. That one. That guy's huge. Yeah, he's a gangster. Yeah. David and I actually have family. We have fam We're like distant relatives come on which is really yep. well, i guess Dan we Long all are long neck yeah that's some louisiana shit but he uh yeah sometimes <laughs> they make those videos out there but they don't like some of their stuff is just so the production value is uh they're like beating each other with hatchets and like bags of potato chips yeah and shit, yeah, you know? yeah that's, that's how it is man especially yeah. this time of year yeah it's <laughs> that time of year man long neck we need like aqua long to come back or some shit, man. yeah well that's the thing dude if you if you it, now here's what i was thinking was why don't somebody put together a like a barnum and bailey type of circus Ooh. with these unique characters of people dude and take them on tour that's the best idea you've had all day thank you thank you man. but i don't know what other ideas you've had but that's a good one i haven't had any mm -hmm. uh, well. yeah take them on road here we got a question that came in right here from some from some gentleman we just mentioned beef this is a question about uh possible beef young gravy has oh jesus christ <laughs> yo gravy do you have beef with shotgun willie because when he dropped wendy i remember you posted on your story that he copied the beat of wendy from magic so uh, are these cartoons yeah. <laughs> Shotgun Willie? Is he a cartoon? No, 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 no. no it's, it's a real guy. It's a real guy. I, I know Shotgun Willie. So, so 
I had this song that I've been hyping up for like two years, but I couldn't. There was all these legal issues because it was a Perry Como sample, and the Perry Como estate. Like, obviously, I'm rapping about fucking moms. They're not like, they're not gonna clear it. So then I had to go through all this process of like getting re- it replayed and all this stuff. You know what that is? When they take they take a sample, like. You ever heard Magic Moments with Perry, Perry Como? Mm-hmm. Uh, magic Moments. This Magic Moments. Oh, no. It's like 20s. Um, maybe 30s. I don't know. But um, anyways, I was sampling it. It was a great sample, but I couldn't I couldn't release it without getting sued. So then um, I've been hyping this stuff up on my story all the time. And then he puts one out with that sample. And mm. it's like the exact same flow that I had on the song that I previewed a bunch. But then, like, I, I don't, I don't know if he copied it from here or if he just thought of it himself. But then, like, I ended up meeting the guy, and he's he's really cool. So that's so a compliment. No. It's a compliment. So no did. beef with Shotgun Willie. Okay. Yes. We don't want you having beef because we don't want him to get into one of these altercations with anyone that would hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, people, people don't hurt me. I, I I hurt too many people when I go to jail and I break my hand and shit. So I, I, I this next tour, I'm hiring someone that's not necessarily security, but just like a a big person who's either security or like stop drunk Matt from fighting people. Oh, really? I've had a lot of, like, I, I've done that too many times. Yeah. Are you one of those humans that can turn, like, I feel did he he could maybe snap and go from nice guy to elbow to the face pretty quick? You get violent? Because you're from Minnesota. Like, you guys do that. For me, for me, it's like, it's like if anything comes out that's like, I have, I have a lot of, like, most of the altercations I've been in were because someone was being racist to a friend of mine, and then like when that happens, like I never, I never throw throw the first punch. Like I'll always like get get them pissed off. I also like have so I don't I don't mind frat dudes, but sometimes if I see like a douchey frat guy, I'll just kind of like like fuck with them a little bit, like make fun of them or something until they get pissed off. Like because mm-hmm. when I'm drunk, I don't know why I like to like start shit like that. It's fun for me. I I, I gotta stop because I I broke my hand and I can rebreak it pretty easily. Did you um, break it on what a wall on someone? No, I broke I broke it I broke it on tour actually in New Zealand and I was just cross surfing. I, I don't know what the fuck hit me in the hand, but I just got hit hit in the hand really hard. But like I've been in like a ton of fights now at this point and I need to just chill out. Yeah, you have too much to but, lose now. Yeah, he has a Tesla. We came in here together in it. Yeah, nice car. But like. For me, it's it's. Did y'all really? Yeah, he yeah. drove Tesla, automatic drive. Yeah, it was on. It was. He on took his hands up. He's like, I hope this doesn't make you nervous. And he hit auto drive, and I kind of, I got a bit. I was, I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> Damn. He, the car was driving itself as he was texting, and he, but he, told, he forewarned me. Mm-hmm. But that's what these kids do. He's twenty three. Oh yeah, who knows what he's doing? Yeah, man. But I'm, I gotta have someone around me. Just be like, yo, don't do that. Right. Don't don't fight those people. Because because for me, it's like I'm tall enough where if it's a drunk kid and they're and like, I could throw one really hard haymaker and knock somebody out easily and like i had a friend who who knocked someone out too hard in minnesota and they died and went to jail for six oh shit so how do rappers like how do rappers like collaborate with one another like do you guys hit each other up on the like uh did you did you guys do any collaborations we're going to we're going to can i speak for on that uh he hit me on twitter similar to how we met i met some of my best friends on social media and as much as we hate social media sometimes you make amazing friends on twitter and Mm -hmm. instagram and it ain't just about getting laid and talking shit you can actually like make good true good friends like you two he hit me up just like you i hit you up and next thing you know i'm subletting my home to him and he's like i need a place to stay in la i'm gonna get a hotel i'm like just take my crib i'll be in asia just throw me a little loot and take the crib for a month Mm -hmm. so he did he helped me out i kind of needed the loot he needed a place uh and Next thing you know, he's he's in my home, and yeah. I'm like telling my neighbors, "Yo, my boy's staying over, and we're now we're friends, and we're gonna do a song together eventually." We just haven't yet. Mm. Long-winded maybe, way of maybe saying maybe some yeah. TV shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to produce mm-hmm. a show for him. Well, that's a game what I was show saying. Host. Yeah, I want him to be a game has such show. a good eye for like uh, just I don't know, man. He just has his tastes are really usually spot on. Like he's introduced me to so many things that I love. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. How do you like? 
how do you figure out like is it weird to figure out how to go from like doing music into entertainment does it even matter anymore do you think it was different whenever you were uh, you were rapping a lot Simon? so so real quick when you're asking about uh meeting up with people to collaborate funny story me and baby no money who like now is like my yeah i've seen him in it's literally we're, we're like mm. like brothers in the fucking rap industry like we, we we're dropping a whole project very soon that's like we, we've done 20 plus songs together anyways i met him on soundcloud i had 120 followers and he had 200 so that's like nothing mm. he dm me he's like yo man your shit's dope and like literally from nothing we like became tight I started helping him with his style. He helped me with some things, mixing and all this shit. And like, now we're like best friends and we're touring the world together and stuff. It's crazy yeah. how that type of shit can happen. But literally like that little amount of follower, it was just crazy how early it started. It reminds so me so much of me happen. and Mickey and Legacy. He's doing exactly what me and Mickey and Legacy did. I see it. I'm like, dude, they're just having fun. You can hear it through the song. It's contagious. They're not being taking themselves too serious, but they can rap and it's yeah. fun. And I'm attracted to that. That's what I like. I want to have fun. I don't want to be... You know what I mean? But sometimes yeah, you yeah. listen to some thuggish shit, and, you know, but like they're having fun and they can rap. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever, um, did you guys ever work with other artists? Simon? Yeah, lots. I got, I, I mean, I could, I always tell people like I could retire tomorrow. I did a song with Too Short. I did, uh, I did a song with Two Live Crew and I uh, met the Ghetto Boys and worked with them. Those are my three favorite rappers I grew up on. I'm like, if you would have told me at any point in my life that I'd be working with my three favorite like people who inspired my style, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way. So it could be over tomorrow and I did it, but somehow I still keep like meeting people like him and working. It's just crazy. Same, like Same thing with me, exactly. Yeah. My, my favorites have always been Juicy J, Young Thug, Action Bronson, met all of them, did a song with... Uh, Juicy J got one in the works with Action Bronson. Like it's yep. all. It's I gotta bring healthy. you to Alchemist because he's Action Bronson's dude, mm-hmm. and I'm always over at Al's. And I just was telling him about uh, you, about his, him about you the too. other day. So I, I always gotta like me and Al are always finding new shit. I gotta bring you to Al's because that would be a dope Love collab. To. Yeah. To. Do you start to find that you're like <clears throat> so? At, do you start to find that you're more of an artist than a rapper? Do you start to find that you're more of an entertainer than a rapper? I'm just kind of curious as to how like it it expands from one into the other. Some people stay exactly in one medium, you know? You mean when you say entertainer, do you, are you trying to say like like touring and all no, that? No, like an actor, like, like a like oh. possible, like a, you know, hosting. Oh, like just, oh, okay. Like as you get into other types for, of for, stuff. For me right now, all I've done is is literally like, mu- like writing my own music and then doing stuff for like syncs for like TV and, and commercials and stuff. And then I've done um, writing for other artists. I, I've done pretty much just music stuff, but I want to get in. Adult Swim has talked to me, and like, there's, you know, Kung Fury? Kung Fury now. You ever heard of that? Kung Fury? No. It's like a movie? Oh, that's crazy. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. And, I know what he's talking the, about. The, the, yeah. there's, there's some movies coming out. Kung, and, but it's, that's not a new movie. Yeah, it's been that, out. Yeah, but they're, they're 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 potentially making a sequel. Oh, okay, okay. It was but, kind of a, like a cheesy martial arts lit, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and they're making a few other movies yeah, that yeah, like that, that. Like I'm I'm gonna be doing more. Um, yeah. Oh, that movie's amazing. You should watch it. You're but, gonna be an actor. Look, look I, to answer your question, for me, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I came into rap way after I was doing hosting and acting and all these things, just because in Hollywood, if you just put all your eggs in one basket and wait for the phone to ring, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah. So I always had to. Now I'm podcasting. I do music. I do acting. I'll host whatever. I do all that shit. For him, he, right now, he, as an MC, I don't. I don't want to speak for you, but tell me if I'm wrong. You're coming into the game as a rapper, but he's gonna end up doing some like TV. He's gonna be like, I, I don't know who to compare you to, but I could see you totally getting into comedy. Mm-hmm. And you could do whatever you want. He's got the whole package. I think because he's funny, dude. He's a funny. Yeah. I mean, I I was going to maybe be a 
I had an offer to to just like voice a guest appearance on Rick and Morty, and then I missed my flight. Oh, yeah. So that that Why'd was you miss that, that voice though. Over? That, that would have been the first one. I don't remember the. It was something like that. I yeah. peed on my yeah. phone one time. I missed a whole weekend of shows. I was supposed to. I'd set my phone <sighs> alarm. I got drunk and I felt, slept on my phone, and then urinated on it. Damn. Because well, I was yeah, urinating. Oh, this I was like really... back in the two thousand early two thousand. Yeah, this is like my first phone. Yeah, it's probably about two thousand, maybe nine. It's like a Nokia. Oh, and I, I peed on that sucker, man. I was so upset about it. Cause then by that time, by the time I got up, I missed my flight. And they're like, "Oh, just don't come I, for a whole weekend." I pissed on my phone, while, and they like, didn't let me come for five and... years. That club wouldn't let me come for five years oh, at least. Oh man, man, I have a so I've pissed on my phone while texting and like pissing before, but I, I just like try to multitask <laughs> oh, yeah, too hard. Yeah. yeah, but I've I have a really gnarly story. Oh, I want to hear that. Can you cut yeah. things out? Huh? Can you yeah. Cut, if, if if it's too gnarly, well, well, yeah. what's, okay, so it's gonna be too gnarly, but I don't want to tell you guys anyways. So I have this. <laughs> there's this girl that I was with for a while. She was like kind of my girlfriend, but like we were really tight. This was way back in like late high school, maybe early college. Um, I don't know why I felt the need to do this, but I was like just learning about the the no fap shit on Reddit, where it's like, oh, if you don't jerk off, you're gonna get increased test testosterone, brain power, whatever. So I hadn't I hadn't jerked off for like thirty days. I was like out of the, out of the state or something like that. Good and job, I came man. home. Yeah, that's not easy. As <laughs> and, we know. And, and I came home and I was with her, sort of hooking up, sort of hooking up, and I'm 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 in it for like. 45 seconds and it's it's that time and i was like man it's gonna be a high yield so i pull out and i'm like i don't know what came about me i was just in my like furious like about a nut zone and i just like aimed for her dresser and just came all over her like wallet and phone and all of her like really <laughs> i just like a big nut. it was disgusting and i felt so horrible after i'm like i'm sorry i don't know why i did that but i just like nutted on her phone fucking like like watch like wallet like Dang. the whole kit key, and caboodle. Her keys i was just like Ooh, that no I, fat. I feel like for one second I became like an evil villain, and then it was just like thirty days of no, no nuts, and and you couldn't even enjoy the nut because you're probably a good person and you felt guilty while coming. No, no, I felt great while coming, and I felt guilty <laughs> right. immediately after. Yeah. Damn. So that was yeah. Dude, yeah, that's, that's a great story. We'll, we'll, we'll decide later if, if we want to keep that in or not. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty, great story. I mean, it's, look, it's something, yeah, it happens. It's hard sometimes because you, if you don't know how much nut is inside of your body. Oh, I had was, a wet dream. It was more than I'd ever, yeah. I had a wet. I had two wet dreams in the last six months. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's crazy. Beautiful, I know, I'm 45. Oh, that's amazing. I know, I told my therapist about that today. You're, for, you're 45, 45, you're 30. I'm 39. 39. You should enter a contest, bro. If you do, if they're, like, they should have a wet dreamers contest where you get to watch them on like a, like a, uh, kind of like a dark cam or whatever at night and you see the guys oh, having Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I woke up uh, laughing both times and it's crazy because that's usually what happens as a teenager. I mean, let's be real. When was the last time you had wet dreams? I don't think I've ever had a wet oh, dream. Oh, shit. You haven't? He's from, not, oh, it, you're Swedish, though. Yeah, I was going to say, Swiss. Ice, it's an Icelandish region. Y'all Yeah, but you're almost Swiss. Swedish, I think it's a right? sub-Saharan oh, desert. Yeah, Swiss, Swiss is like Italian. Bro, if you're yeah. dumb, it's close as fuck. <laughs> well, I think it's a great thing to do because I, I, I've i done the no fap thing. He got me on the porn blocks, which yeah. I still have on my phone, which is, you know. That's cool. It's cool, <laughs> but it's not. But I, And so it builds up sometimes, and I have a wet dream, and that shit was crazy. Yeah. You, you know what I think? These robots were sucking my uh, two at the same time. <laughs> they were on the crank. They were Asian girls, which really? I'm not attracted to, but I don't mean to be racist. I'm just not attracted to Asian women. Yeah. And, and they uh, were both on a crank system. Oh, Wow! Yeah. Wait, are, are they are they robots or are they? Yeah, Asian? they were like fake hey, damn, bro. They were Asian robots, dude. Uh, damn. That's well, not, it doesn't surprise not. me. Asian people have a very sometimes a lot. Some Asian people, Japanese people, have a very robotic sense of style. Sometimes we almost hit one, and what did I tell you? 
yeah, in the parking lot. She, was... she had no emotion to almost getting run over by a Prius, yeah. but, and but, he but, was but, driving. But, it wasn't auto drive. But in a good way, it was like she was like she's not going to freak out. Like right. a white right. girl. I'm a not going to sacrifice. I'm going to go to heaven or wherever, yeah. and I'm going to come right back. I need to become more Asian. I fucked up with a crazy Asian girl. They're called Crasians. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was awesome, man. I I guess I don't. You know, I, no, I, I and I'm not no racist. Ro, no robot experiences at all. Is that racist? No, I don't think it's no, racist. It's just, man. Like, just my just preference. Your, your Nowadays, everything's racist. Yeah. But I just don't find as so. It was weird that I had the dream. So maybe subconsciously, and they were on a crank system. That's beautiful, <laughs> beautiful though. I can't believe. It. I love that. It's uh, beautiful. It's organized. <laughs> so I, I think maybe my inability to to have wet dreams is like. Sometimes I'll have a morning wood that lasts like 45 minutes. Isn't that crazy? It's fucked up. Like that, hap- that happened this morning and I, I just moved into this new, or I'm, I'm staying with uh, some some new, some people that I don't know that well. Hmm. And I'm like trying to go take a piss or oh. like shower. And I'm like, man, I can't leave this room right, right now because we're all on the same floor. We're, there's this one bathroom. I'm like, dude, I'm going to walk out there with my shit like straight up. Like, yeah. I don't want, like it's, wow. Yeah. And yeah. it wouldn't go away. It was literally like 30 to 40 minutes. Dude, I would drink some of your blood just to have that kind of activity in my penis. <laughs> but like, You know? Yeah, but, up, it, but then again, I'll fucking have like six, six fucking drinks and I get whiskey dick, man. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. like something about the morning is just like, Go yeah, crazy. Morning wood. Well, there's something. I think your brain, when it calms down, it really likes to f- have sex, you know? And that's why. When you relax a little. Yeah, when you relax, you know? Mm-hmm. I love getting up in the morning and seeing if my penis is hard. It's like Christmas for your hand. You know, I'll reach down there and see mm-hmm. if it's hard. Sometimes I wake up with wood. I'm like, I can't believe I still can, at 45, still could get that turned on by I don't know what. By nothing. nothing. By nothing. By my own breathing, usually. Right. A lot of times, because I breathe really kind of sexy at night. I've been told that. So I'm not shocked that I wake up <laughs> wait, erect, wait, wait, wait. you know? You breathe sexy at night? Yeah, just the way I kind of, yeah, the way I kind of, that women have told me, oh, if you you should hear yourself breathe in your sleep, you breathe sexily or, you yeah. know, sexiest. Can you, can you, like, I don't know if you know what, what a, can you breathe for me sexily? Yeah. I mean, I can try. Let me see what I can do. Um, That's hot. That is pretty fucking hot. I'm not going to lie. It's whim hot. Whim hot. Wait, you're talking about like, wait, you're talking about that. Wim Hot. The, Is that Wim Hof joke? Yeah. The Wim Hof because the breather guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we did that on tour a little bit. It was so funny, man. Like one one dude put us on to this to Wim Hof and then all these people that he barely knew it was like the second day of tour is like we just hired a new whole team. Everyone's in there going <laughs> They're all like that's just Who real. the fuck are these guys? Hey, look, that shit's it's real. It's real, man. It does I, work. My dad teaches breathwork for a living. He's a breathwork coach since the 80s. I've been around him my whole life. Hey, really? Yeah, I had Wim on the podcast, too, and talked to him about it. And you hard penis. I had Wim Hof on the no pod. Wow. I've done ice with him. He's the homie. Like uh, Your boy teaches me, uh, does breathing with me sometimes at the gym. Shout out to Certified Health Nut. Yeah. Yeah, he told me he was meeting up with you. So yeah, that technique, look, that, look, that technique works. Like you could get high off of breath work. Like if you just do that pattern of hol- uh, hol- holotropic breathing in through the mouth, <laughs> If you lay on the ground and do that for 20 minutes, your hands will cramp up and you'll hallucinate. It's yeah. free drugs. It's free drugs. You know, I did it in London. I was tired, I man. Go. I had to it do works. shows. It I works. had to do shows in London. I was exhausted. And so I would do that before a bunch of the shows, man. How did those shows go? We haven't... The show's been good, man. Good. The show's been good. It gave me like right. a breath of fresh air. Then I went and jumped in the shower, just ice cold yeah, for about a minute it. and a half, man. It works, Whoa. man. And I was, it was just like I'd gone to the gym. It just, I just needed something to like... Make me feel like okay enough to get on stage. Well, that's just I, I not woo. Med- that's I mean, real. I meditate before every show. That helps so much. I mean, it's same same concept. Yeah, some what, things um, work. Those work. Those. Yeah, I work. do. A, yeah, I was. I saw the other in a different interview of yours. I do. Uh, yeah, I just do ten minutes of meditation every day in the morning. And for me, it really, it definitely. After a while, it gives me a m- moment of pause between choices that I make because usually I'm like real reactive. 
like whatever's going on, I'm just, it's a reaction before I have a chance to think mm -hmm. and then make a choice, you know? And so meditation for me gives me a little bit of that pause in there where it's like, okay. Can I sound really smart right now? Yeah. I just read, there's a book called, uh, called Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankl. And there's a quote that he says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And that space is our power to... Sorry, sorry. Oh, no. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose. Oh, fuck. Now I forgot it. Can you look it up? Between it stimulus up. and response, there's a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Mm. What that means is that exactly what you just said, Theo, instead of being reactionary, in that moment when you, and I had it happen today, I went all the way to the Santa Monica parking place and, and I got mad because I didn't have the right paperwork. And in that moment, I could have chose to not get upset and be a little bitch. Mm -hmm. But what I did was I was a little bitch. And I was like, fuck, oh, I should have yeah. remembered that quote. And what Theo's gonna say later, which is in that when you meditate and you get in that zone, you're not as reactionary and you could be more of a Jedi motherfucker and yeah. not just be, cause it's too easy to just get pissed off and shit. So mm -hmm. I'm working on that one. So that's the quote that I always tell myself between stimulus, think of, let's break it down. Between it's stimulus and response, there's a space. Right. So someone hits you on the arm, right? And you get mad like, man, fuck you. But instead of getting mad, you stop. In that space is our power to choose our response, right? So in that moment, you can choose, you know what, I'm not going to get mad. Yeah, let me be how I want to be. Yeah, let me think about right? a plan of action. Yeah, I even like it just even in conversation sometimes. It's like sometimes, especially on podcasts, you get to talking and things just go in like a, it starts to become like this like pentameter kind of where it's what does like. that mean? It's just like a, I think it's like a series of notes, like a, the way like a series of notes work or something. Like it becomes like a, like it's just like a. Not a flow. There's no flow. Yeah, it just mean? becomes like I talk, you talk. I talk. Uh, you know, just like this beat kind of happens after a while or something. But then, I like it sometimes when, yeah, there's a little more space sometimes, and you can just kind of like, yeah, just get, it gives you a chance to like come at things from a different angle. Sometimes you get stuck in these kind. Of, sometimes even in podcasting, I notice it the most because you're like people feel like we need to talk. You know, mm -hmm. for me, it's I, not I just chill. get stressed, and then like you can just completely clear your mind out. Like I make myself go to sleep off meditation, all that. Oh, no. You That's taught a me a good lesson. Theo taught me a very good lesson. He was my first guest on my podcast, and he told me, can I give you a note? I said, yeah. He's like, just just slow slow down, right? Just slow it down. Yeah, and Tommy can be at high, operate at high levels. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Last night, he thought I was on coke, and I'm like, no, this is me sober, <laughs> yeah. right? And <laughs> I'm, sometimes you don't know. No, I'm, I don't. I, I'm, this is sober. Yeah. And uh, it, I got to slow down. I went to therapy today, and he just kept telling me, slow down, because I'm dumping all this shit on him. He's like, slow down. I'm like, fuck, that's what Theo told me. That's what everyone told But my brain goes really fast, because yeah. I'm a neurotic Jew. Mm -hmm. And I'm, so I'm, I'm if, sometimes that way, too. I'm not so Jewish, I'm, but I also, that's when I need to meditate, is when my brain's going way too fast. Yeah. I'll have like an idea. I'll try to write it down, and I'll have another thing come up. Like, oh, I got to yeah. do this. Yeah, oh, my I, brain wants to do coke. <laughs> for me it's like oh i need to go like invest in some property in detroit right now or i need to go fucking do all this shit and it's like i don't know man have you seen it. flint town on uh netflix it's a docuseries on i want to see it my, to flint. My, my my good friend said to watch it it hurts it's good, really man. good david is from, Dad, uh, damn long neck is from over there oh really yeah Dude, Flint Town is good, man. Is that the water problem movie? Yeah, they got dirty water, dude. They got mm -hmm. dirty politics. Everything over there has got dirt in it. Man, Mich I'm going to Michigan in a few... I don't know when this airs, but I'm going to do a show in Michigan. I love Michigan. You can feel Detroit's having a comeback. You know when you go to certain cities on tour? Detroit you travel, I travel. Yeah. If I was a billionaire or even a millionaire, there's some cities I go to where I'm like, I would be buying something right here, like you just mm -hmm. said. Yeah. Detroit's one of those cities that's on the come up. You can feel it. Same with Reno. 
Yeah. Reno, you Reno, go to? Really? Reno was the worst shithole ever. My mom lives right near there. Dude, and yeah, every time never... I go there, I'm like, oh, shit, because Tesla got the shit there now. That's really? a place. I, and maybe I shouldn't say this on your podcast because it's going to affect the outcome of in, of, in, of uh, real estate due to your high output. But <laughs> it's a fact that these places are coming up. And yeah. I just bought a place in Joshua Tree, which I can't wait for you guys to come out to. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah, get out we'll there. Do, I saw they got a little it? hot tub out there, by Yeah. Yeah. I want to get out yeah. of it, man. I, like, I got to get out sometimes. It's a balance. I think we're all kind of crazy to do what we do to be in this business. So yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. you got to go. <sighs> oh, yeah. It's hard to settle down in this town. Let's get this. Talk. Here's a question that came in. This is, you guys give a good, good answer to this. This man had an issue. We talked about it the other day on the podcast. And so this is actually perfect. You guys are here. Yo. Yo, this is Jeff, a.k.a. Lil Water Socks. Calling from Palm Bay, Florida. First, my daughter and I were talking and said, uh, we're going to be pretty mad if you don't come back as uh, Uncle Baby Billy's son in the second season of uh, Righteous Gemstones. I think that'd be fire. Thanks. I'm asking him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm 36. Um, I rap. And sometimes I feel like maybe it's not as cool to be a 36-year-old rapper as it would be to be, like, in a band or uh, maybe in a stand-up, you know, a comic. Um, just wondering, is that weird? Like, uh, what do you guys think? Is it is it weird to be a quote-unquote unsuccessful rapper still rapping? I love it. I mean, I have a good job. I make uh, cheerleading music, actually, as for a living. But, um, you know, I feed the kids and all that. But, you know, I have this little passion on the side. doesn't get too much love. But, um, So how could he, yeah. It, Not lame. Not I think that's cool. Him. He makes cheerleading cool. music. I didn't know that was a thing. That, and he cool. sounds happy, didn't he? He's smart for being able to make cheerleading music right. as a dude, first of all. And if he's if he's rapping uh, at that age, I mean, any age, like if you're making good shit, then you're, you know, he's probably his influences are different than what most of the kids rapping nowadays are going to be. So it's going to be unique. And I think, I mean, Matt Ox blew up because he was 12 when he started rapping, and he blew up. So it's like, what if there was a 55-year-old rapper putting out dope-ass shit or a 65-year-old rapper, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't think the age at all matters. Do you think how much marketing would have to... Like, do you think he would have, a, have to have a neat spin? Like, I'm just trying to wonder, yeah, how does a guy... Because, yeah, the way you present yourself and everything is is part of it. Not like I'm saying change his clothes, but his style or... We gotta you know, see like, him. If I was him, I'd be, him. I, would, I would go for, like, dope-ass dad, like... Yeah. dad who's out here flexing like you yeah. know or like yeah i don't even know go for sick like dick a, maybe would be yeah. a good name yeah dad bod go for like yeah, dad a, bod i actually had a um a big trademark dispute where someone else trademarked young gravy before i could and it was a ridiculous amount of money i went into it was so, so what dumb. company was it hormel it was no it, <laughs> <laughs> it was another kid who tried to rap no. around him young <laughs> gravy yeah and he was like this kid who had like no listens or anything and i literally had to drop like probably 170k into like lawyer fees and paying him off and all this shit Jeez. just to get the name young gravy back and i was like at one point i was like i'm just gonna change my name to daddy gravy yeah so i feel like if it's, if it's him he could be daddy whatever you know what i'm saying yeah young gravy yeah. got a better ring though one syllable two syllables young mm-hmm. gravy Mm-hmm. Sounds better. Yeah. Dirt, nasty. nasty. It's something about the one to two. Brad. I thought about that. Theo Vaughn. Bra- uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Simon, it's a, Simon Rex. Simon Rex. Bob Odin Kerr. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. You know, there's a whole. Dude, Bob Odenkirk, I did a show this weekend in Vegas, and he had been to the show before. 
he'd just gone to the show, whatever the show was before me, and he left a note backstage for me. It was pretty nice. Was it what he said? Fuck. Was it like fuck you? Yeah, it was like yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, I'm not coming to your show. <laughs> no, it was. Well, still, it was pretty sweet of him. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk's a ledge. Cheer dad, the cheer dad. Yeah, maybe he could do something wild if he's cheer. If he got cheerleaders around him, I'm trying to think what he could do. Uh, he could have a sick ass dance team behind him if he just gets so if he gets something team. nice. So he could have that dance team right behind him. He could be like a cheer coach vibe. Yeah, and then yeah. track suit maybe. Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, so it's kind of like like the like a like a Slav squat, like a Russian like hood. Yeah. Like so, he's got like the the gangster look with the with the track suit. Yeah, but he but he's got hot cheerleaders that's that you can't go wrong with the hot cheerleader. Yeah. that's yeah. never gonna get old i forgot why i put these oh yeah i want to talk about some some crazy stories i want to hear some scary crazy stories or something all right i want to get it turned up in here all right let's you go wanna, into one then i hear one or do you have one yeah i don't know i'm gonna hear I bet you're, you're, you're from the the, the, the deep south as i can tell i'll tell you a story so they used to have these guys that would have these parties right and so um they they would have parties around town. And so one time they said, okay, we're having a party. And so everybody was all excited, you know, all week and everything. How old are you? I'm 39. I mean, no, how old were you at the party? <laughs> I was probably, I was probably maybe 14. Okay, 14. So we right. went to the party, dude. We were excited. Actually, a cop, I remember, gave us a ride out to the fucking party. Dude. A wow. cop? Yeah. How, how does that work? That's... Uh, he was in our neighborhood right before we went on duty. So, uh, so he was they, dating this girl from our re- neighborhood. And the girl was... Your like, the girl was of age, I think. Okay, interesting. <laughs> so it was. Uh, so anyway, this cop dropped us off, and we're walking out. They had this huge field between where the party was. They had like a house. You could hear music and stuff, lights on, and you're walking up. And these people, this time, though, had set an electric fence right in the middle of this field. It was dark field. You didn't know. And uh, and people got fucking lit up, dude. And two of my buddies got lit up really, really good. W- they hit the electric fence. Yeah, hit the electric. Did you fence saw them really like nice. a cartoon, yeah. like? Uh, you don't see it like that, but you hear them so loud, you almost feel like you can see light. No, yeah, no, that, I've, I've, I haven't done that, but we, we used to drive out to like the suburbs of my hometown and like, there's like the farmland shit and we go party at like fuckers barns and shit. Mm-hmm. And like the cops would come and you'd like, everyone would, everyone would run out into like the cornfield. So I had nights of like running away through cornfields with my bros. You get hit in the face with a corn stalk. Like, yeah. Just fucking take Turns it. Turns you on a little bit. Yeah. It gets man. you going and you're out in the middle of nowhere. Like, and some of the girl kept so, saying, Oh, this ain't really uh it's not electric. And she went back and touched uh, it again. I remember I, uh, in Texas, I shot, um, I was shooting music videos. I met this really dope dude goes by Brock Daddy, who was just like, his whole family was like a fan of my music. Way early days, I just was like, random fans, I'll, I'll go stay at their house. It was like back when I could do that. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're really dope. And one of his best friends uh, is like a descendant of the, the Campbell Soup uh, family. So he's like a billionaire. And he has like his own private zoo. So we went there and we shot a video with like fuck, with fucking rhinos and, and giraffes and all that. But they also had like, like the biggest collection of guns ever so we got to like shoot bear 50 cows grenade launchers and it was like bro this is some crazy shit in texas you can just get this shit you know i'm sure louisiana is kind of similar no texas has that man that's texas okay they got mad yeah texas you get big animals snakes you know you'll have a dude live in a two-bedroom apartment and he's got a fucking rhinoceros in a shower like they got you know what i'm saying texas has the craziest the most wild like in, in animals that aren't supposed to be in america are in texas yeah i know a friend of mine is really wealthy from texas and they have an animal like preserve out there where you can go hunting with like it's like Africa in America. Whoa. Yeah, like it's a like wild Africa. animals there. That's crazy. Yeah. So so 
but like guns and shit, those are obviously easy to get in Louisiana. And whatnot, yeah, right? we had a guy, I worked on this farm for a while, and he had this, Um, it was like a thing that had a laser in it, and it could fucking saw through a tree. It was like an illegal gun. Wow. What, it was like a laser gun? Maybe. Or the laser lined up the bullets, or the laser shot? No, the laser, you pressed a button, oh, and it, it was would a fucking, laser. Yeah. It was uh, insane. Man. That's wild. Because cause like, like I'm most likely, most likely going to move to Atlanta in this next year. And like I, I do have like a number of kind of weird stalkers that are like crazy, and like I, I tried to get a gun in Minnesota because they were threatening to come to my house, and you can't. It's so hard. So like, oh, you can get a gun in Atlanta. You I can know, probably get one at the fucking concert. I know in Georgia it's pretty easy. So like I, yeah, yeah. you gotta get some guns, dude. Yeah, I mean just just one, you know. And a lot of times I'll go to the studio like in the hood, and like I'll be the only one in there without a strap. Good thing like I, like, I have. Good friends in Atlanta that'll be there yeah. looking out for me, but like at the Marriott, Buckhead wild. Marriott, Buckhead <laughs> Atlanta, you can get bullets uh, at the Ritz Carlton on room service. <laughs> yeah. Dude, in Atlanta, bro, you get whatever you want. Yeah, dude. yeah. Atlanta, yeah, they got some big asses over there too, man. Yes, that's. Yes. You think you're ready for a lot of that freaking like, southeastern meat? Oh man, I've spent so much time in Atlanta already. I was telling them earlier. I, yeah. I um I found my Uber driver one time. She was this really sexy, uh, dark skin from. Uh, I don't know where she's originally from, but she she was like from one of the Caribbean islands, and wow. and yeah, man, fat, it was it was dope. And then I'm mean, obviously she was driving me around, didn't have to pay for the ride, and then we we went and got Waffle House. Okay, so the whole thing started. I was I was leaving a video shoot. It was a Zaytoven music video shoot with uh, Lil Yachty and some and uh, Lil Keek. If you don't know them, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know they are. I don't okay. know Lil Lil Keek. Lil Keed. Lil Keed. Keed. Yeah. So then so then I met these two girls there and then we get an they Uber. Like good guys. We get an Uber to go to Waffle House and mm-hmm. then the Uber driver is just like, Oh, what's good, Leah? And so she comes in to Waffle House with us and we're like all in there with a bottle of Patron and the, the Waffle House uh people working there like are drinking with us. Like mm-hmm. like I started pouring Patron into their cups. So Hell we're like yeah. drinking with with the employees and we ended up getting our food for free. And then we like she she just drops the other two girls off and I just I, I clapped. I clapped and it was it was awesome, man. I'm still staying in touch with her. You. She comes to all my shows in Atlanta. It's awesome. And did That's she cool. come out to did you go to her place or she came to your place? Uh she came to my friend's to my friend's house and on the couch. It was cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was staying with a good friend. Man, I miss being twenty three. Remember those days? Yeah. I didn't have Uber back then, but I mean, she she was she wasn't she was twenty or thirty. No, but but your lifestyle, like my, you know, yeah, the like things you'll do though. And out and like, yeah, you'll uh, just like you'll yeah. sleep on somebody's couch, shopping yeah. for guns, sleeping on couches, having sex with drivers. It must be fun. Yeah, I sit around going, "What am I doing with my life?" You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm going to try to coach them how to go down the right road yeah, and not yeah, make yeah, the that's mistakes. What I, that's what I want to do. Uncle Dirt's going to help them out. Uh, yeah, and keep I, me I'm in. nobody to tell you what to do or not do. I'm the worst person for life advice, but I think I could steer the ship a little bit and be like, "Don't stay away from this person." And don't yeah. do that drug. It you know gets I mean? risky, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's it gets yeah. risky, bro. Mm-hmm. You know. And, I, and I've honestly, I've I've had enough like like experiences where I've learned. Like I've been to jail three times. I've like had bad. Like I've had friends OD. I've had like done like every drug. I, like I've, I've like experienced enough now. Where I think I'm smart. You know. Like and like I'm other than the fighting shit. That's the last thing I gotta get over. But I'm like getting getting there. Yeah, maybe you could wear like uh yeah, or just wear soft gloves or something after a certain hour. <laughs> Walk around with boxing gloves on now. Yeah, or soft something softer. No, boxing gloves is gonna be like, oh, somebody could fight you. But right, that'll that'll draw the that. wrong attention. Cotton hands or like something. some isotoners. Yeah, something soft, bro, like a driving mitt. Remember driving gloves? You don't see those too often. I remember a lot of Asian women wear them. You know, in some Asian cultures, driving gloves are a big thing, mm. and you see a lot of uh, actual drivers, like you know, fancy drivers. A lot of real rich people. If you have a wooden yeah. steering wheel, if you're that rich, dude, yeah, fuck that the, guy. The people First who have the uh, guy's a wooden steering wheel, dude. 
Dude, but that's so cool. I, I mean, I would pay for just a steering wheel. You should get a wood steering wheel on the Tesla. Uh, that's, what that's I want to do is get. I have wood grain and everything else. In yeah, there. I know. Uh, what I want to get is is just like a, like I was talking telling him a Chevelle, like a a, a throwback Chevy. And, get, and those a lot of those have the wood grain already yeah. on the wheel, so that'd be uh, El Camino sick. would be nice, man. I was uh, just talking about El Camino yeah, this morning weird. with a friend of mine. Remember the steering wheel knob? They're super illegal. The knob on the wheel, so you could drive it like yeah. this, but if it gets caught on your pants, you'll crash, so they made them illegal. <laughs> but you, <laughs> so you can still see them in Asia. I just saw them everywhere in Asia. But And, you know, I realized something, man. Stereotypes usually are true within the American border and maybe Canada, but sometimes stereotypes aren't. Stereotypes are not true. Asian people can't drive. I was just in Asia. They drive amazing. Yeah. I was the one driving bad, and it made me realize. Wait a minute! I had an epiphany. It's crazy being places like that where it's like there's a method to the the madness. Driving is so hectic that it's it's perfect. It's perfect. perfect, And 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 I was like, oh wait a minute! Maybe Asian people come to America and they have a hard time with our way of the way we drive and the rules and the flow. But they were incredible drivers, and I was the one who was like fucking up. And it was a reverse stereotype. And I wonder if in Asia they're like, oh, white people can't drive or Americans can't drive. I think we in America it's so blocked. Everything here is like so. It's like blocks. You know, there in Asia, shit gets risky. You know, you're like this, you know, this road turns into a river in 70 feet. So you yeah. got to be fucking ready. You know, right. they'll have 90 people on motor scooters. They'll it's have crazy. somebody on a uh, piece of wood, somebody on somebody's back. You yeah, know, yeah. Dude, we used to play basketball. We had a kid that didn't have any legs on our team. One time this boy, Alton Hollins and this other big kid, this big dude on our team named Terrence had to fucking carry him throughout the game and no hit the shit. fucking yeah that's lit that's beautiful that's cute bro. and he finally scored in like the last game and the worst part was he was the worst shot so constantly terrence would be holding him and he would get the shot right under the fucking goal and he would miss it every time dude oh. and after like the seventh or eighth time you're like man fuck this dude yeah bro. even though we didn't have legs like in the beginning you're like oh yeah let's get right. it for him let's do it for him rudy rudiger so did they the did, seventh or eighth miss you're like so did, ter- bro. did terrence and him combine what's his name again with the no legs Ru- alton Holland. alton and terrence did they combine you know I and he was homosexual five as well. on f- that's later. eventually oh okay that's dope he was then too. He just didn't know it. But he was well, not. I mean, he was. Uh, well, he was that's the a whole argument man. we could have whether or not you're born that way. But my no, point he is, was born that is, way. I think he was sweet about it. Okay. My point is, if it was five on five. Did Terrence and him accumulate to be one person, or were they two people? No, no, no. It counted as that. That was two players. Oh, oh, that's quite an advantage for the other team. Yeah. So we were at that point. You're kind of down five four, but it was cool, man. And. He's a good guy. I saw him not too long ago. I saw him maybe about four or five years ago. That's sweet. You got great. I want that. You know, it'd be a cool show. Would be all these stories that you have to either. The, the, I want to. I got. I got to see some of these characters. You always tell great stories of your hometown. I just don't know. It's yeah. Be, sometimes yeah. We just grew up in a wild place, man. You know. What did you say it's called? Oh, uh, just Covington, Louisiana. Covington, and it's what's the closest big city? New Orleans, which is how far? Probably about one hour. Oh, drive so or like walk crazy yeah it's just weird yeah there's walk. enough weirdness that comes out of the city you can yeah. walk it would take you probably about t- almost uh, two days off oh, the sure. 10 so you take the you, 10 you probably did that a couple times All right. yeah i'd walk yeah. under the 10 yeah. i'd walk to the movie theater dude we'd have yeah. to leave at 2 p.m to get there at 7 p.m remember i lived in shreveport and i'd hit you up like this place is a trip and you're like I don't, i'm from louisiana and i don't go to shreveport or something it, was, it gets real yeah it just gets real quiet over there yeah it was a I've, trip i've been to louisiana one time for a tour for a show and uh Hustle Blues, New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Good time. Um, You know what I actually experienced there was, um, this is my only story from Louisiana. I I got there. I I was like super, I don't even know. I was like passed out all day. I go up in there, like, like, like I switch my meet and greet till after the show. I walk up into the green room. There's this dude named Kale that like I'm uh, good friends with who's like a dancer dude on um, 
Instagram and whatnot. Funny ass guy, Kale Sarage. I don't know. Shout out to him. Oh yeah, but, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the country boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kale Sarage. Yeah, he, he, he pulled up with 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 his friends and a bunch of these girls, and then I'm just like, I mean, I was already kind of drunk, and I was just like, I think within five minutes, this girl comes up to me and she's really pretty, and she's like, Yo, like, I gotta show you something in the bathroom, and I was like, All right. Probably I was like, Word, I'm just, I'm drunk. So then I go I go up in the bathroom, and like within another three four minutes, we're doing it. And and my fucking, I looked to my left, and my my boy Savage had been taking a shit in the stall. Oh. So I'm hitting it on the on the uh, on the sink. He's in the stall, and he's like, I'm like, I'm like, bro, you got it, you got it. <laughs> you so he like leave, sneaks man. out behind, and I was kind of like covering up that whole area. But it was like a real quick. It was like the quickest meeting someone, doing it while your friend's shitting, yeah. and then and then I found out like, and then like within like. 10 minutes later she started showing me pictures of her baby i was like oh well oh. she has a kid too and i was like well this is did he courtesy flush or he smell like shit sounds like a night rope is that like this happened where was, was this this all happened in like 25 minutes in new orleans yeah, yeah. i have more fun with suckers. minorities quite often oh yeah. dude i love a little i get around to a couple of beautiful koreans dude and i can't even contain myself really you know? yeah because i just get so nervous a lot of times korean movies are my favorite movies. yeah they're great movies they make great amazing movies, movies. really yeah yeah I, I could put you on a few old uh, boy is a good old one. boy is one of my favorite movies i tried to watch old boy i couldn't get into it oh you gotta, try you again everybody was dressed a little bit like um i felt like there's jehovah's witness you know what i'm saying a little you bit you might have watched the wrong movie yeah, maybe I did. You might have watched the American version. Yeah, of don't watch yeah. the American one. Yeah, Just like old, yeah. old Yeller is what I saw actually. Oh yeah, different movie, <laughs> totally different. Um, man, I think that's. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming in today, man. This I is appreciate so it. awesome, bro. Yeah. Don't talk about anything it, else. Man. You gotta leave, huh? You, you gotta leave. No, I don't know how long have we gone. We got one forty. That's a long episode. That's a long us. ass really episode. Long. That's really long. We cut yeah. some shit out and talk about some more funny shit. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, we can. But. You guys all want to go get a drink or well, something? Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, he doesn't drink. Yeah, I can't but, drink. Or but alcohol, but cocaine. let's just talk. Let's cut it. Let's call it and uh, keep talking in real life without recording. Yeah, yeah. And can I be really cheesy? I got to plug one thing. Yeah. I want to tell anyone that's listening that that is so inclined to go uh, check out Nervous Rex. I'm about to have you on there. I've oh, had yeah. Theo on there. Yeah. I've had, had some great, great amazing people that I know on there, and it's. I've been doing it about a year, and I'm starting to get. Some really interesting people. Uh, I just meet everyone, so and I'm doing it. Like, yeah, you're doing this it. Week, I think. So, Nervous yeah. Rex. Uh, we should both out go there. on his. We'll, we'll get crazy. Let's get weird. I'll do my Let's own. Let's get party. weird. Yeah. I want to get Baby No Money on there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, it's out there. And what about your any new music you got? Oh, I got every. Like, you're always putting out new music. Oh, That's what's so cool about this new generation. They just put out song video, song video. It's not like it used to be when we grew up. Like album a year, twelve songs. It's like now it's just putting. I shit got out. I got a single drop in, in like three days, and then yeah. we, our album drops Valentine's Day. See, and then I'm supposed to drop another EP with Dylan Francis before our tour, and the tour starts March 23rd. So there you like, go, plug that. That's like a, within another month, right? Or we're plugging right now. We yeah, could. Plug yeah, plug up. what oh, you got. Yeah. I'll plug stuff in the beginning for you guys yeah. too. When what, I do what, the intro. When does this come out? Uh, this will come out this week. Tomorrow, maybe even. Yeah, yeah, probably tomorrow. Well, I'll give a little spe- I'll give a little secret announcement to these listeners because no one really knows exactly. We said holiday season. Mm-hmm. The holiday is Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. so Baby Gravy Two will be dropping on Valentine's Day, twice the length of the original Baby Gravy EP. Baby No Money, Young Gravy, multiple features, and it is some of our best work yet. And then I will be doing an EP with Dylan Francis for our tour, which starts in March. So y'all will be getting a lot of gravy in the next couple months. And if you live in the South, we got about 20 shows in the South on this tour. And then we got a couple in the Midwest and like two on the East Coast. So uh, Young Gravy, Dylan Francis. 
Dirty Nasty will be at one of the shows as well. Yeah, I'll be there. Gang, bro. Yeah. I'm going to have to come through. Yeah, oh, and yeah my nephew, he, dude, yeah, my nephew's like one of your biggest fans, dude. He was so Let's excited. Call him this. On. Yeah, oh, I'll call his little ass. All right. Actually, he's in rehab right now. Oh, dope. Perfect. Thank you for having <laughs> Yeah. America's favorite condiment, Young Gravy. Yeah. And, uh, and one of my good friends, Dirt Nasty, Simon Rex. Thank you guys so much, man. Thank you, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this piece of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my stories. Shine on me. And I will find a song. I will sing it just for Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Oh, hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.